Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. So this is episode 33, I think that's right, which is actually a bonus episode. So today I'm going to discuss the most popular tropes in One Direction fanfic and some other stats regarding popular fix in 2021. And I'll probably stray from my notes and data and start rambling, but <laughs> uh, I'll try to stay on topic, sort of. Um First of all, like I'm just the kind of person that's obsessed with fanfic data, like as a whole. <laughs> um, I'm not super interested in my own stats as a writer, but I really enjoy looking at like the trends over the course of a year and things like that. And so this year, I discovered that my friend Zanny is just as interested in this stuff as I am, and we really nerded out over it and. She made some amazing graphs and charts, um, infographics, I think she calls them. Anyway, she made a bunch. She made me some really cool ones that go with my data. And so you'll be able to see these if you head over to my blog on Tumblr. And in my bio, there's a link to all the episodes of my podcast. And it just says fan fictional podcast. And that will bring you to a master post and you'll see the link to this episode. And next to it is a link to all the infographics that she made. So before I get started on kind of the main topic of this episode, I just wanted to mention that you can still find a link to all the past FICFests that have taken place over the last few years on Lewin Has AF's blog on Tumblr. And they're just no longer the pinned post. You have to go to their main blog page on desktop and there's a link there. And this task has now been taken over by the blog 1D Fic Fests on Tumblr. And that's like the number one 1D Fic Fest. And you will see everything new that's coming up um, on there for 2022. And I just want to say a huge thank you to Nick for taking on that task for so long. It's truly been such a great fandom resource, and I'm really glad to see it continue. And... Um, Actually, speaking of tracking FicFest, there is a list on FanLore of all the FicFests and exchanges that have ever taken place on AO3 since like 2011. So if you're ever interested in checking all those out, that's where you can find those. And I think I have a link to that on my blog, but it's like on my main blog page, like desktop. Okay, back to <laughs> today's actual topic. And I do have some meta to discuss about the topic of popular fix in our fandom just to get us started so um just let me tell you a little story here so from 2012 to 2015 Kara, also known as no stain of a red wine on tumblr uh created lists of the most i want to say most popular fix but i think she labeled them as like most red fix of each year and i just found those lists so incredibly fascinating it felt like a little time capsule of what was going on in fanfic each year and what readers were most interested in that year. And when Kara faded out from being so involved in fandom, obviously the list stopped. Um, they're still up though. Um, she didn't delete her blog or anything. So those lists are still up and I actually have links to them 
um, on my own blog. But in 2017, I decided to, you know, pick up the mantle and I created the list from 2017 until 2020. And last year, I did have a bonus episode of this podcast talking about all the trends I was seeing and tropes and word counts and all that kind of stuff. And so that's what I'm going to do today, too. But if you haven't noticed yet, I did not do a list for this year or for 2021. Um, Well, okay, that's not entirely true. I did did make the list, but I did not post it publicly. And I just want to take this opportunity to... Just explain why I didn't post it publicly. So I don't think I really noticed at first how the lists affected writers in our fandom. And I think I think maybe that's just because like it didn't strike me as a writer poorly and I didn't realize that it was going to affect other writers in the way that it did. Um, and I became more and more uncomfortable with the idea that the list was causing any writer to feel badly. And I know that some readers or some writers might not understand that. Obviously, I did not at first either, but I'm the one who would see the tags that writers left on the lists, and I would see writers get mean asks about the list. And I just ultimately decided that it just wasn't worth it to continue to post it publicly. And I had only ever meant for it to be a record of what was happening in fan fiction. And I just thought, oh, it'll be a nice confidence boost for the writers on the list. And I'm sure it was, (laughs) but it was also doing things that I did not intend for it to do. And, you know, in case you haven't noticed, my main goal, basically everything I'm doing is to support writers and try and keep them around for all of us to enjoy. So, and that isn't to say that someone else won't make the list. And in fact, I know other people have in the past. Um, I don't know if they have this year, but there may well be a list for 2021 out there and you're welcome to do it yourself if you want. Um, You're just not going to find that on my blog anymore. But as I said, I did make the list just so that we can talk about the trends that were seen in the 50 most popular fix of 2021. So let's get into it. The first thing I looked at was word counts, and I always find it really interesting to see what lengths were appealing to readers. So this year, the average was 52,002 words, so basically 52K. Um, This is almost exactly what the previous year's average was, so kind of a mid-range length, basically. But that's not to say that there weren't some very long or very short fix that were popular as well. The longest fic in the top 50 was 335,000 words, so pretty damn long. (laughs) Uh, If I'm remembering correctly, that one had begun posting the previous year, but finished up posting in 2021, so I believe it was posted like as a work in progress. And then on the other end of the scale, the shortest fic in the top 50 was 4,587 words, so relatively short in comparison to like the average length, which was, you know, 52K. So if you look at Zanny's infographic, there's a bar graph at the top of this um, slide, I guess. I don't know what to call that. Showing the word counts of each fic in the top 50. So you can visually see the different lengths of each fic. And I just feel like it's important to take a look at that median fic length as well, because 
while the average is, you know, around 50K, the median is actually 37,313, which is, again, fairly close to last year's median as well. But the median is important here because some of those outlier fix, like the ginormous 300K one, are going to disproportionately affect that average number. So sorry for the maths, but, you know, hopefully I'm explaining this in a general enough way. But basically what I'm trying to say is that the more of most popular fix were near the 37K length. So you can see that visually in Zanny's graph. Um, more of the fix were around that 37K length. So kind of on the lower end of mid-range length, I guess I would say. I'm not sure what to call a number like that exactly, but yeah. So apparently that seemed to be the sweet spot for a lot of readers this year. And the next thing I looked at was ratings, and I'm sure it comes as no surprise that explicit rated fix were by far the most popular fix this year. And in fact, 78% of the most popular fix were rated as explicit fix this year. And that's pretty close to the previous year's number, which was actually 80%, so a tiny bit higher. Um, so it's down just a little bit this year. 10% of the fix were rated mature, which is about what last year was as well. And then we had 6% rated teen and up and 6% rated as not rated, which again is fairly close to what we saw the year before. And now let's talk about tropes, which is my favorite part. <laughs> so the most popular tag was smut, which, you know, makes sense when you consider the ratings, but 46 out of the top 50 fix had some type of smut tag. And so, you know, it's a lot of smut, but I feel like anyone paying attention to this kind of thing is not really surprised by that number. Um, anyway, as far as tropes go, though, the next most popular tag was ABO, and that's really more of a trope than like smut, I would say. So I was super interested in seeing that jump in this number because I did suspect it would be pretty high this year, and the numbers definitely proved that to be true. So 30 out of the top 50 fix were ABO fix. And that's just kind of astonishing, really, that a trope like that that started off so niche in our fandom has grown into its most popular trope. I mean, that's 60% of the most popular fix. Um, if we look at the previous year's numbers, 20 out of the 50 were ABO fix. So it was already on the rise for sure in 2020, but 2021 was definitely ABO's year. I'm very curious to see if that continues into 2022 or if its popularity is going to wane at all. Like, have we peaked for ABO interest or not? <laughs> we'll see. Now, the second most popular trope was angst. And there was actually the same number of angst fix in 2021 as there were the year before. And there were 21 of them. But the previous year... Angst was actually the most popular trope, whereas this year, ABO pulled way ahead. So, I, I mean, I love a good angsty fix. So it looks like I'm in good company. There's 42% of you <laughs> enjoying the hurt with me. Um, the next two most popular tropes were Unifix and BDSM fix. And there are 11 each of those in the top 50. So you can see the number drops quite a bit after ABO and angst, but that's still almost 
a quarter of the fix. So still a decent number, I would say, of the top 50 that incorporated either a uni setting or a BDSM relationship. And um, I'm sure that BDSM number maybe overlaps a little with the ABO number as well, since we sometimes see that in ABO fix. But both those tropes were fairly popular in 2020 as well and had similar numbers. Uh, there were a few more BDSM fix in 2020 and a few less uni fix in 2020. And then we have 10 each of the friends to lovers trope and then 10 of the hurt comfort trope. And that's 20% of the top 50. And then dark fix is just under that number with nine. And then we've got enemies to lovers and mpreg and those have eight fix each in the top 50. And when we start getting down into these like smaller numbers, I don't really think we can say there's like a huge difference than in previous years. I wouldn't say these are like huge trends, um, except maybe for dark fix because I don't have a number on dark fix for 2020. So I'm not sure if I did not sort them out by that tag or if there just weren't any marked as dark for 2020. Um, but that's kind of significant if we have nine dark fix this year when we didn't really have them before. So I can't say that for sure, though. It may just be that the writers were more likely to use that tag this year on their darker themed fix. Uh, that could be too. Okay, let's take a look at a few other tropes that were in the top 50. There were six fluff fix, and I found that to be kind of interesting because... Um, I noticed in one of the stat posts that Zanny already posted, and she had posted some that were about what was written this year rather than what was most popular to read this year. And fluff was a pretty popular thing that writers wanted to write about. Um, and although fluff, it's usually included alongside a lot of other tropes as well. It's not usually just fluff. Um, but it wasn't a tag that showed up very often in the top 50 fix. So just thought that was kind of interesting. There were five famous, not famous fix in the top 50 and four fake relationship fix. And there were actually no fake relationship fix the previous year. So we saw a little jump there. And there were a few more famous, not famous fix in 2020 versus in 2021, but just kind of a small jump going down from seven down to five. There were three supernatural fantasy kind of fix, as well as three farm fix, three royal fix, and three historical fix. And those numbers are all pretty close to last year's numbers as well. And to round it out, we have two secret relationship fix, two coffee shop fix, and one canon fic in the top 50. Now, in the previous year, there weren't any coffee shop fix, and there were a few more canon fix, but you know, we're talking about pretty small numbers here. So I probably wouldn't say that those fix were really popular tropes. Uh, it probably didn't have a whole lot to do with that. So um, yeah, so that's kind of it for all the statistics that we kind of looked at and that I have infographics for that Zanny made. Um, but here is a little bonus to my bonus episode. <laughs> so this episode, it's about fanfic statistics and the popular tropes of 2021, but 
I wanted to give a bit of a shout out to my own personal favorite fix from 2021. And some of them were indeed among the top 50 fix that were popular this year and some weren't. So if you want to keep listening, I'm going to do a recap of these fix, which I've talked about previously, or actually there's a few that are on January's episode. And I'll just try not to ramble on about each of them too much. I'll just give you like a little mini bite-sized review of them. But before I start, here's my disclaimer. There were so many amazing fix that came out in 2021. Like we are still just ridiculously spoiled, but I couldn't possibly read everything. So if your fave isn't on here, it doesn't mean I didn't like it, or it might just mean I haven't read it yet. And you can check out past episodes of all my monthly wrecks because I truly loved each and every fic I wrecked. I wouldn't wreck fix that I didn't enjoy, but obviously taste is subjective and my favorite tropes might not be your favorite tropes. And, you know, my favorite kind of writing might differ greatly from what others like. So just to remind you as a reader, though, please remember to leave some feedback for the writers and fix you love in the form of kudos or comments, reblogs, whatever, asks, um, however you want to tell them. But the more you show your support, the more fic you shall receive. Like, that's just how it works. Like, you know, if if you give it, they will come, meaning fic readers. <laughs> um, not Meaning, like, more fic, more fic writers, more fic in general, really. Um... Okay, so let me pull up my list here and I'm going to get started. And just by the way, check out the post for this episode and you'll have links to this list I'm about to go over because I've already posted it and a link to the infographics as well as obviously a link to this episode, which you're already listening to it. So I guess you don't need the link, but it's there. Okay, so... um. I have this list in order of word count, and I'll tell you, like, title, author, um, you know, word count, rating, and then um, maybe just, like, one sentence that kind of wraps up what the fic is about from the summary. Um, that's what I do in fic recs is I just put, like, one sentence from the summary in. So that's what I'll do. I won't read you, like, the whole summary or anything. Um and it's like I said, it's in order of uh, word count, except for this first one, because the first one is the reality show AU. It's a secret story gif fanfic, and it's by Deluded and Lost Cause. And the only way to read this is on Tumblr because it's all gifs. So the entire story is like told in gif format. It's very cool. It was really popular on Tumblr. Um, it was a lot of fun getting the updates. You know, every time there was an update, my group chats would like, you know, rush to tell each other that it was up and we'd all go rush and see it. Um, it was so much fun. It was like a reality show. Oh, sorry. So the sentence I chose out of it is just secret story is a reality show that inherits the fundamental principles of Big Brother. And like in the story, each person has a secret and um, Louie and Harry share a secret. Um, so it's a lot of fun. You should definitely check that out. And like I said, it's on Deluded and Lost Causes blog on Tumblr. The next one I have is called Playing by Hands. It's by Bottom Linsons. It's read and mature and it's 164,000 words. And it's actually a sequel to a fic from the previous year. Um, it's 
a historical royal fic with Prince Harry and Prince Louis. Um, they're from different kingdoms. This is kind of like the second part of their story. It, the first um, fic in this series, it ends with them, you know, finally getting together. But um, let me read you the line from the summary I chose. It says, Harry and Louis are finally engaged. That unfortunately is the easy part. So, you know, their problems are not over now that they're engaged. Um, there is a lot of politics going on in this. Um, it's a made up world. Like she made up the world, but you can definitely tell it's historical as well. Um, there's war and violence, um, political alliances, and definitely a slow burn because it, you know, it's 164,000 words. Um, but things do go well. There's a little bit of a fantasy element to it, but not huge. Um, maybe a little bit of magical realism. I think this series is one of my all-time favorite things I've ever read. Um, I have multiple times said that if I could print out or if I printed out a fic to like have on my bookshelf, it would be this series. Um, I'm not even someone who usually reads super long fics. So you know that if there's like a really long series that I love that I'm like obsessed basically. <laughs> and this one is one that I'm definitely obsessed with. Um, the next one I have is called This Multiplicity of Powers. It's by Hello, I'm Here. It's rated explicit and it's 149,000 words. Um, this bit of the summary says, maybe there's a universe where he doesn't have to keep all his secrets on the inside, but this isn't that universe, an X-Men AU. So this is a Louis Harry pairing. It's an X-Men fic, obviously. So superheroes, mutants. Um, there is, you know, violence. You know, obviously there's, you know, heroes and villains here. Um, Louis is a teacher in the X-Men universe, but um, God, this this is just an epic fic. Um, I just remember reading it and you're so absorbed. The world building is just incredible. The story of it, I mean, they should, this would be, listen, I'm an X-Men fan. Okay, so like, I, I, I love X-Men, but this would be the best X-Men movie if it was made into a movie. <laughs> like, it just would be. It's incredible. Um, if you've ever read a Hello, I'm Here fic, you know. You already know. Like, it's a, she, their fics are amazing. But this is, like, the most epic one of all that they've ever written. And I would highly recommend it. I don't care if you've are into superheroes like this is like an ultimate angst hurt comfort kind of a thick slow burn friends to lovers it's just it's it's incredible i am astonished we still get fixed like this it's it's amazing the next one i have is called hold you now it's by solve them in our dreams it's rated mature and it's 131,000 words and i'm gonna try to stop talking so much i told you these were gonna be mini reviews so i'll try this is a harry louis pairing as well um the bit of the summary i chose says three years ago harry styles said goodbye to communications consultancy firm mcquiston worldwide leaving a life of travel and agency pr behind 
Now, this one I think is so underrated. Um, this is kind of like an exes to lovers, but it's really exes, ex-friends with benefits because they don't ever really get to that point where they are lovers or where they are boyfriends before it all goes to hell. And in this one, Louis British, Harry's American. Um, they end up meeting up again um, at Lou because of Louis' wedding to someone else. It's a slow burn, amazing flashbacks. I mean, the flashbacks hurt. <laughs> like, they really hurt. It's definitely angst with the happy ending. Um, there is no cheating here. There's some mild smut, but um, it sounds as though there might be cheating because of, you know, what I said the plot is, but there isn't. Um, unless you want to say, like, emotional, maybe. You could, you could make a case for that. Um, but... Yeah, I, it's it's one that I really think a lot of people would like. Um, I, I mean, I think it has quite a few kudos and stuff, but like this is a fic that I really think um, if people give this one a shot, it's something that I just think is, it's something that I've seen people really like before, kind of, if that makes sense. Really great, great writing, great story. I mean, it hurts, but <laughs> it's it's that kind of hurt, you know, the good kind. <laughs> uh, and, and like I said, happy ending. So there you go. The next one's called Forever is in Your Eyes. It's by so-y-let-your-voice-be-tamed <laughs> on Tumblr. I never know how to say um, URLs like that, but anyway. And there we are the same with underscores between the words on. AO3. It's rated mature. It's 125,000 words, and it's a Louis and Harry pairing. Um, Harry stands there as though nothing's changed, and of course he does because he's a statue, a statue that Louis has just kissed. Um, this was a gorgeous fic. This is one of those fics where you read and think, how did someone even dream this up? It's beautifully written. Um, the world building is fantastic. Uh, you know, Louis is the sculptor and, you know, Harry is the sculpture he creates of kind of his ideal man. Um, there's so much going on beneath the surface here. Um, and it's all handled so beautifully. Like anything you can think of that would, you know, maybe put you off from reading a fic like that. Um, I think you should try to overlook it because you'll be so happy you did. It's it's a really beautiful fic. The next one I have is called A Vibrant Golden Fire. It's by Green Feelings on Tumblr and Green underscore Feelings on AO3. It's rated explicit. It's 89,000 words and it's a Louis and Harry pairing and it's part three of a series. And um, Louis and Zane run a music label. Liam is Britain's up and coming pop star. Harry's working on taking Louis's walls down until he builds his own up and Niall holds them all together without realizing he does. So this is part three of a series. Uh, most of it was actually posted in 2020, but a lot of the ending of this fic, like a really long epilogue kind of thing, was um, posted in 2021. So I decided to put it in because this is one of my all-time favorite series. Um, I. I just absolutely adore this fic, this whole series, really. And, um, you know, it's my list, so 
I can, I can do what I want. <laughs> um, yeah. So hopefully you, uh, you know, it was very popular. Hopefully you got a chance to read it. If you haven't, it's an ABO fic with Alpha Louie and Omega Harry. Um, it's enemies to lovers in some ways because of what happens. Um, just a lot of angst between them. Um, but definitely has a happy ending. But yeah, you gotta you gotta read for it. It's a long series. <laughs> but like I said, if I'm recommending you a really long series, that means something. It means I'm really obsessed with it and I think it's you know worth that long word count. The next fic I have for you is called This Charade Was Never Going to Last, and it's by Scrunchy Harry. Um, it's rated explicit in 68,000 words, also a Harry and Louie pairing. When the worst happened and Harry and Louie found themselves thrown together in hiding with only each other to rely on, Harry never could have predicted the turn their relationship would take. So this is a, a fake relationship, fake marriage. They're kind of like in witness protection. Um, things kind of go wrong. Um, so there's a rescue mission involved in this as well. Um, is there anything this writer can't write? I was so surprised to see this plot when she posted the fic. I just thought, oh, I was surprised that she would write like this kind of spy kind of AU. Um, and then I read it and it's brilliant. And I was like, wow. You know, I don't know. I think of her as more of a historical writer just because the last few years she's written quite a few historical kind of fics. So that's just what she was in my head, I guess. And then, you know, she reminded me that she can write anything. <laughs> um, the next fic's called Little by Little. It's by Absolute Nonsense on Tumblr and Nonsense Darling on AO3, it's rated explicit in 65,000 words. And this is a Louis and Harry pairing as well. I promise I have some rare pairs on here, though. Um, Harry discovers figuring out who you are is more complicated than a potato metaphor. So this is an ABO fic. It's actually an Omega Omega fic. So Louis and Harry, both Omega, so kind of a non-traditional ABO fic. And Louis is pregnant and they become neighbors. And um, a relationship develops between them that seems... You know, Harry thinks of it as just friendly, but of course there's more going on. Um, really a great fic, uh, especially if you like kind of ABO tropes. You know, there's nesting involved and like she mentioned the potato metaphor. There's metaphors and it's definitely a slow burn though. You know, they don't quite get together until the end, but it's a lot of fun to kind of read along and um, see Harry take care of of Louis um, at a time that he kind of needs him. The next one's called Caught in Your Gravity. It's by Lulu Lawrence. It's not rated in 62,000 words, and it's a Harry and Louis pairing, an AU inspired by a 30-second trailer of Ted Lasso that doesn't actually have much in common with the show at all. So this is a football AU. Um, Harry is the coach, so I think he's the Ted Lasso character, and then Louis is a football player on his team. And um, I have not seen Ted Lasso. Okay, so um, I do this all the time, though, where I read AUs of things that I've never seen before. But I'm honestly afraid to watch Ted Lasso now because this fic was so good. This was the football fic of my dreams. I love football fics. And so this was just everything. Friends to lovers, misunderstandings, and eventually, you know, a secret relationship. It just had so many of the tropes I love. 
you know, with, you know, football as the background. Um, so much fun. I absolutely loved it. And like I said, I'm afraid to watch Ted Lasso now because I can't possibly live up to this pick. <laughs> the next one I have is called Unveiled. It's by PhD Mama on um, AO3 and PhD-Mama on Tumblr. It's rated mature in 60,000 words. Um, for the summary, there are no robes and not a single one of them is veiled. This is a Harry Louis pairing, ABO again, um, Omega Harry, and it's a royal AU. Louis is a king. Harry is a prince from a neighboring kingdom, but these kingdoms have been separate for a very long time. And kind of the wall that has been between them, it's magic. So this is like a fantasy, magical kind of a world um, that is maybe the most amazing world building I've ever seen in a fic. And um, so the the wall between these kingdoms has magically come down. And so Harry is sent um, to visit this neighboring kingdom and he finds a lot of things wrong. There is an incredible amount of plot here and yet the love story is still central. Um, it <laughs> If you listen to last month's uh, podcast. You heard me go on and on about this. Let's just say that I think this should be a published novel. Okay, let's just move on. The next one is Old Photographs and Times I'll Remember by Jerry. It's rated explicit in 54,000 words, um, a camera, a suitcase, and a relationship forged through time. So this is a Louis and Harry pairing um, that deals with time travel. Uh, Louis is in the present. He's a photographer, and it takes place on Eroda. So this small town, and he, um, he's an innkeeper, but he does become kind of a photographer. Magical realism, obviously, is in this fic. And Harry is from the past, and he is in these photographs that Louis discovers. And um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful fic. Um, you can just tell how much love was put into this one. Um, yeah, I would I would highly recommend this one. Um, there are some heavier themes in the story, depression, um, some typical homophobia from the past, because we're talking about the 1920s, Harry's from the 1920s. Um, but there is a happy ending, and it's just, it's just really beautiful. Um, the writing is incredible, so. The next one's called The Earl and His Duke. It's by Quicked Ween on... Um, AO3 and become a Wendy bird on Tumblr. It's rated explicit in 52,000 words. It's a Harry and Louis pairing. And the summary says Lord Tomlinson, the elusive Duke of Leeds, has suddenly emerged in London for the first time in six years. So this is a Regency era historical AU, kind of like a classically Regency romance, I guess. Friends to lovers. Louis is a Duke and Harry is an Earl. And they're both in London for the season, and there's some scandals to overcome, and um, there's some intrigue going on beneath the surface that Harry doesn't know about at first. Um, I loved it. It is, you know, my kind of thick Regency romance. That's that's my thing. So, I mean, I knew, like, I literally kudosed it before I even started reading. I knew it was going to be you know, my kind of thing. <laughs> and it definitely was. 
Okay, I had to switch rooms, so if it uh, sounds a little bit different, that's why. Um, the next fic I have is called New York Kiss. It's by Kel Santima on Tumblr and Words and Notes on AO3. It's rated mature. It's 47,000 words, and this is a Zane and Louie pairing, so this is one of the rare pairs on my list. Um, the summary or part of the summary is a strangers to lovers AU where Louis is an actor, Zane is a writer, among other things, and they meet each other literally by accident in NYC just as the world is about to turn upside down. So this is a strangers to lovers fic, um, famous not famous, so actor Louis, writer Zane, um, and it starts off with a character injury <laughs> where Zane gets injured. Um, and the pandemic does play a role in the fic. Um, there's a lockdown and so, you know, that definitely plays a role in them not being able to maybe work some things out. Um, but it's an amazing fic. Um, I have loved every fic I've read by this writer, but especially these Zooey pairings that they write just, I don't know, have an extra layer of something there that angst, I guess. <laughs> I just really love the way that they write it. Um, this is kind of a meet cute <laughs> if um, getting injured is a meet cute. But and it's told in Zane's point of view. Um, it's just an amazing fic. If you read Zooey, I, I could not recommend this enough. The next one I have is called Full Moon Dreaming. It's by Jacaranda underscore Bloom on AO3 and Jacaranda um, dash Bloom on Tumblr. It's rated explicit in 43,000 words. It's a Louis and Harry pairing, and part of the summary says, Every month, Full Moon Dreaming reveals a person's soulmate. Sometimes it's an object or a place, or for the lucky ones, the love of their life. Um, this is a soulmate's AU, I guess, obviously, from the... Um, um, from the summary and it takes place in Australia on Kangaroo Island um, so in a really amazing setting here it was written for soulmates abroad so um, you can imagine so definitely has a lot to do with the setting as well as the soulmates aspect of the fic um, they are firefighters in the fic and um, well some of them <laughs> and then um, it does also has to do with um, some of the fires that happened there. It's a hurt comfort fic. There is, um, well, there's surfing. Louis is definitely, that's a big part of his life. There's really cool things about the soulmate aspect of this. Like, uh, okay, never mind. I, I, I'm trying to make these bite-sized and yet I just want to keep going on and on about the fix. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna keep going. All Your Mates Are Here is the next one. It's by Lady Londonderry on AO3 and London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr. Rated teen and up in 36,000 words. It's a Harry and Louis pairing. Summary says, in the wake of the holidays, the three single wolves from the Majestic Pack are pointed in the direction of a new pack to join, one that's got struggles of its own. This was written as an advent fic at the end of December, or in December, I should say, from the 1st to the 25th. It's a werewolf AU. Um, it's Christmas, takes place in a university setting, um, there is some pack dynamics and wolves do play a role in this, but it's like definitely this writer's brand of quirky characters. I absolutely loved it. 
I credit it with um, getting me through December <laughs> at all. <laughs> the next one I have is called Something About Liminal Spaces by Kings of Everything, rated explicit and 34,000 words. It's a Louis and Harry pairing. Searching for inspiration for his latest book and hoping distance will help heal his broken heart, Louis Tomlinson heads to the village of Piha on the west coast of New Zealand's North Island. So Louis and Harry pairing, it's a soulmate say you, takes place in New Zealand. There is an age difference here. Louis is quite a bit older and he's a writer um, and he's just been divorced. And um, Harry's a kind of a jack of all trades. He's a photographer, he's a baker, he's doing like handyman jobs for, um, is it Zane and Niall? Is a side pairing? Why am I forgetting? Okay, that's that's weird. I'm pretty sure it's Zane and Niall. Otherwise, why would I think that? Okay. Anyway, fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Um, one of my favorites by this writer, and I love everything this writer writes. So, um, yeah, Silver Fox Louie. So many things that I love. Soulmates taking place somewhere interesting. Great. It's a great fic. You should read that one. I love that one. <laughs> okay, I'm like, it's like painting me. Oops, my alarm went off. Sorry, and I don't have time to edit that out. So we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Sorry, it probably scared the hell out of some of you. Um, the next fic, like I said, I like could keep going. I was like trying to stop myself from <laughs> continuing to talk about the last fic. Okay, another one is called Strong Enough to Get Us Wrong by Thin Lines. It's rated explicit in 24,000 words. Omega Louie has always considered the soulmate etching on his left thigh to be a curse. So it is a soulmate say you, it's ABO, Alpha Harry, Omega Louie. It takes place in Japan, and these are like childhood friends. It's like friends to enemies to lovers, which is such a great trope. <laughs> um, there is some angst here. Louis a rock star and then um you know he's gone to japan and um harry ends up kind of showing up unexpectedly as his translator and yeah it's it's a really good one and i loved all the um the setting here especially another one i have is called when least expected by rearview dreamer um and all these larry things on tumblr Rated mature in 22,000 words. It's a Harry and Louis pairing. Drowning in a sea of emails and Zoom meetings in the living room, his lonely son falling more and more behind in his kitchen classroom, and crushing weight of the world being on house arrest for the foreseeable future, one fateful online interaction suddenly has everything looking up. So this is a quarantine fic. Um, Harry is a guitar teacher for um, single dad Louis's son. Um, this one, you know, I don't even read a ton of kid fics, but I'll, I'll read them if this writer writes them. Um, they were a teacher, so I they kind of, they have a really good handle on like kid fics, especially of a certain age. So um, yeah, so I always know that the kid in the kid fic is going to be realistic. And so I quite like that. And also, this one kind of hit differently, though, because, you know, so much of it is like stuff that goes on in my own life. Um, and so I think I just read it like not very long ago. 
Um, I think I avoided it for a while because of the topic, <laughs> but I knew I was going to like it because I like all this writer's fix. So, um, another one's called Meet Me on the Forest Floor by Taggy CB. It's read and mature, 15,000 words, and it's a Louis and Harry pairing. Louis is an angel, and one day he does something that causes him to fall from heaven and into the arms of Harry Styles' forestry officer, who cares for him until Louis can get back on his feet again. So this is the Fallen Angel AU. Um, takes place in Canada. They do become friends first. Um, it's very emotional. There are definitely some secrets. Um, interestingly enough, this the big secret is one that Harry is holding on to. Um, Definitely a hurt comfort aspect to the fic. Uh, this fic is just, it's gorgeous. Um, this is, you know, Taggy CB is like so amazing. Definitely one of my favorite writers ever. Um, this fic is, it's gorgeous and it, it's just, it's very emotional. Um, Gosh, the next one's really emotional too. Um, the Journal by For Your Eyes Only, 828, and Recycled Stardust on AO3, and their tumblers are Evie Loves You and Wait Forever. It's rated general, and it's 14,000 words, and it's a Harry and Louis pairing. When Harry finds himself purchasing an antique journal in the ancient bookshop of a town he's never heard of, he doesn't exactly want to admit that he has no idea how he got there. So this is a soulmate say you there's a historical aspect to it and like these memories and there's magic involved here and there's kind of like a mystery with this bookshop um they're basically star-crossed lovers it's very emotional it's a really cool concept um yeah this that one's beautiful i, I would definitely recommend people read that one that's it's a really cool fic the next one's called It's Been Ages by Two Tide Ships 2. It's not rated in 13,000 words. It's a Louis and Harry pairing. If you've been watching, you would see that Harry is interested in like alpha alphas, not me. So this is an ABO fic with Alpha Louis and Omega Harry. It's friends to lovers. Um, and now this writer writes pretty exclusively ABO, I think. I'm trying to think if they've ever written something else i don't want them to i'm not saying that <laughs> they don't have to write anything else um i love their abo fix this one's a little different because they generally write alpha harry and omega louie and i think they've maybe written the other way around before but um this one i just read this one not too long ago so good um I love how this writer writes ABO, scenting and nesting. Um, there is some angst here. And Louie, oh, Louie, he couldn't be more oblivious. <laughs> uh, but I really loved it. The next one I have is called Don't You Remember? It's by Reminiscing in the Rain. It's read and mature in 12,000 words. Uh, Harry slammed the door behind him and immediately pressed his face into his hands before dropping them back to his sides and staring blankly at the wall. Louis had gone. So this is X's to Lovers AU, and it's a song fic. I am a huge fan of song fics. And this writer used Adele songs as, like, the songs throughout the fic. And these are, like, famous musicians writing <sighs> angsty songs about each other. 
so good. Oh my God. Um, I don't know if you would call it no, op- I, I guess you could call it an open ending, but you know, it's, you know where it's going. Okay. So they don't actually get to it. You know, you have to like use your imagination, but like, you know where it's headed. Okay. They're writing Adele songs to each other. Anyway, I loved it. Loved the angst. Loved all the songwriting. Okay, God, I got to stop talking so much about each one. This is going to go on forever. Uh, next one, The Only Pain and Pleasure is the Pleasure of the Pain by Lane Fair. Rated explicit in 10,000 words. This is a Zane and Liam pairing. When Liam's new tattoo design falls outside the scope of Tomo's talent and he recommends Zane do it, Liam reluctantly agrees. So this is like a tattoo. This is all about Liam getting this big giant tattoo that Zane does. Um, wow. <laughs> if you're looking for some really hot smut, this is this is a fic. The sexual tension's incredible. Um, we know about the mutual pining because of the like short previous fic about these characters. Um, pain kink, edging, really good. Good stuff. <laughs> a Little Tenderness by Disgruntled Kitten Face is next. This is also a rare pair. This is a Niall and Harry pairing. Not rated in 10,000 words. Harry's never been around in Omega and Debris is bad off as Niall looks. Most of the time there's an alpha friend or family member who can help out with scenting and physical contact. So this is ABO with Alpha Harry and Omega Niall. Um, Harry's asexual in this fic, but it's mostly about touch deprivation and um, Niall going through touch deprivation and how Harry helps him through that. Um, God, I loved this fic. Uh, I don't. I think this is the only Neri fic I've ever read in my life. Um, it was, but I love this writer. So you know, I was willing to go out on a limb and and read an, an airy pairing, which I just hadn't before. But yeah, it was amazing. Um, touch deprivation is something that I, that hurt comfort kind of thing with that goes along with it a lot of times is something I found that I really like to read. And this was like one of the best examples of that I've ever read. The next one I have is called Holding Out for Something More. It's by Sun Tomato. It's not rated in 8,000 words and it's a Harry and Louie pairing. And it is a series, and it's based on um, the TV show Supernatural. Louis is the demon, and Harry is human. Um, there's mentions of serious illness and demon deals, but there's a happy ending. This is the one where Demon Louis really doesn't want Harry to trade away his soul, even if he can't explain why. Um, oh my god, I loved this fic so much that I, like, sort of accidentally on purpose, like... <laughs> <laughs> got them to write me a sequel to it where we got the really happy ending to go with it so um you're welcome <laughs> um but yeah i i loved this uh really good this is a newer writer and i was so excited just i'm just so excited when i see new writers and then it's always so much fun when i'm like oh and i love them too yay <laughs> Another one I have is called I Know I've Grown, But I Can't Wait to Go Home. It's by Live, Laugh, Love Larry on AO3 and Love is Larry is Love on Tumblr. It's rated teen and up and 7,000 words. It's a Louis and Harry pairing. It's a royal AU with time travel, so kind of historical too. Louis the time travel and Harry is the prince that's like back in time. So when Louis falls down a hill behind an old castle, he wakes up and finds the castle new and full of life. Um, there's a lot of humor in this one. 
Like it doesn't exactly go along with, you maybe wouldn't think that from the plot, but it, there's so much fun here along with everything else. Um, it's just a really cool fic with, and it just, it's not like anything else I've ever read, I don't think. The next one's called A Silver Lining in a Storm. You Were Lightning, I Was Born. It's by Falling Like This. It's rated explicit in 7,000 words. It's a Harry and Louis pairing, ABO with Alpha Louis and Omega Harry. It's a royal fic with arranged marriage. Oh, I love arranged marriage. <laughs> um, there is Mpreg in this and a minor character death. Definitely some angst and hurt comfort. The summary says Omega Prince Harry had always known that he was going to have an arranged marriage. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of an arranged marriage kind of fic. This was a great one. Um, yeah, adding that ABO element to it was really cool too. Lost in Your Paradise is the next one. It's by Sada Veneeran, rated explicit in 6,000 words. It's a Harry and Louis pairing, ABO, Alpha Harry, no, Alpha Louis and Omega Harry. And the summary part I chose was to the Alpha I Fucked Up the Zeum concert. Um, I think this is yours. Um, where am I? Oh, yeah. So there's, it starts off, um, gosh, I don't want to explain all of it. Um, but it's just a lot of fun because, okay, Harry like posts that publicly and he doesn't think anything will come from it because he has a child from this, um, like, anonymous encounter he had at a concert and um yeah louis louis sees it <laughs> so it's like all the chaos that ensues from that the next fic i have for you is called dance with your demons it's by i ship louis on ao3 and pocket sunshine harry on tumblr it's rated mature and it's 6,000 words and it's a Harry and Louis pairing. It's an ABO fic with Alpha Harry and Omega Louis. And Louis needs to learn how to resist Alpha's voices and Harry is always there for Louis, always. So um, this is an established relationship fic where Louis having issues with the Alphas at work and Harry's just being really supportive. Um, this fic... Um, it really surprised me in some ways because I thought I knew like where it was going, but it was, <laughs> I know it sounds silly to say it's realistic when we're talking about like an ABO fic, but, um, yeah, I really liked the way that this relationship was portrayed and, um, the relationship itself felt very, um, realistic. The next fic I have is called Stuck in an Eternal Spring by Cherries Sopon, C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-O-N on Tumblr, Flamboyo on AO3. It's rated teen and up and it's 4,000 words and it's a Zooey fix, so Zane and Louie pairing. And this is another lockdown AU, which obviously that's going to creep into fix, you know, when things that are going on in reality. But this is um, about neighbors who kind of live in apartment buildings across from each other or flats. I can't remember where this is. This is probably in London. Okay, Louis is about to go crazy in the silent solitude of London's lockdown. The only breach into the gray monotony of his days is the hope of catching a glimpse of the dark haired guy who lives in the building across the street. So these are strangers 
to lovers, neighbors. Um, yeah, if you read Zooey, read this fic. The writing is so beautiful. Um, there's, I don't know how to explain exactly, but there's this like loneliness that you can sense just from the writing itself and not just like Louis is saying he's lonely. Like that's not how it goes, you know, like it's so well done. Um, yeah, I, st this is something that I read the very beginning of the year, but when I was making this list, I absolutely knew that this would be on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful fic. Um, so yeah, if you read Zooey, you want to read something that's just really beautifully written. Um, and there's some, there's like a melancholy element to it, but definitely still like a happy ending. I'm still talking too much. Okay. <laughs> oh, Pretty Baby is the next one. It's by A Brighter Yellow. As Rita General, it's 4,000 words. And this is a Niall and Sean Mendes pairing. Um, teaching toddler music classes at Jimboree barely feels like work to Sean until he meets a clever little girl with an Irish name and a charming dad. So this is a meet cute fic. Um, single dad Niall, like hot dad Niall. <laughs> and like cute teacher Sean. So this is really cute meet fit meet cute kind of fic where they have crushes on each other and there's this like adorable kid um, in between. So um, really cute fic. The next one's called When the Dust Settles Will We Be Alright by Mercurial Madhouse. It's rated mature and it's 3,000 words. It's a Harry and Louis pairing AVO with Alpha Harry and Omega Louis. I included this even though I think it's going to have more to it. But even just at this point, it's an amazing fic. Dystopian. Um, the the um, summary says, in this world, Louis' scent is a death sentence. So Louis is just presented as an Omega. Um, and that's a real problem in this dystopian society. So um, he's going through some touch deprivation. There's some tension between he and Harry. And you can just see that this could be something epic if they want to keep going with it, which I hope that they will. I actually made some artwork for it. I made um, a cross stitch, like dagger, like, well, knife kind of thing, because that's like the knife that Louis carries in it. Anyway, it's very cool. Um, I would definitely check it out. Maybe like, you know, give it some kudos and comments and we can get more of it. <laughs> Next one's called Getting Ahead for Heights. It's by Lady AJ underscore 13 on AO3, Lady AJ dash 13 on Tumblr. It's rated teen and up 3,000 words, and it's a Louis and Greg James pairing. The problem is Louis thinks Greg would be quite good to date, so it would really help if everyone would stop reminding him of that fact so he could unthink it. This is a uni AU. Um, there is a size difference. If you know who Greg James is, you know he is very tall. Um, there's pining and flirting. They share clothes in it they're, because they're kind of like friendly acquaintances, sort of. But Louis, anyway, I shouldn't go too much into it. Absolutely loved it. This is one of my all-time favorite rare pairs. I was so excited when this writer like suddenly appeared in our fandom and like was writing my favorite rare pairs. Like <laughs> I can't even tell you how excited I've been. Um, and I love their writing. I love their fix. Um, this is the one I chose because um, that is, you know, an all-time favorite kind of rare pair there. 
Next one's called Tis the Damn Season by Zanny Scaramouche. It's read of mature, 2,000 words. It's a Louis and Harry pairing. He won't think about the cabin in the woods again until next December. So this takes place over Christmas. Um, it's an exes to lovers story. Um, kind of like an exes with benefits, I guess, because they really only meet up once a year. It's a famous, not famous fic. Harry is famous and he um, just comes back around the holidays and he meets up with Louis at that time. Um, but then he really doesn't see him again till the following year. It is so sad. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It really, it really got me. There's like a hopeful ending. Um, but wow. It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for 2000 words. It's a lot. I absolutely loved it. Next one's called Captivity. It's by Moment of Clarity on AO3 and Gay Cousin Larry on Tumblr. It's rated general. It's around a thousand words and it's a Louis and Harry pairing, childhood friends AU, but they're a lot older at this point. Um, you get to a point in life when your secrets aren't as holy as they once were. So some um, real, not realization of feelings, but like admissions of feelings after a very long time. Um, and then the last one I have for you is called An Advanced Position by Yes is the World on AO3 and Lou and Has AF on Tumblr. It's explicit Harry and Louis pairing, um, almost a thousand words. It is canon and it's hilarious <laughs> and it's about awkward smut and it's about Harry um, trying to fulfill Louis' fantasy of being, um, well, Harry struggles to fuck Louis against a wall. That's the entire summary. And it is, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like, yeah, it's a little smutty, but like mostly it's just hilarious and fun. Okay. I am so sorry. This was so long. I'm like, oh sure. I can just quickly run through 30 some thicks. Yeah. I should have known better. So, um, Oh no, Louie just tweeted. Okay, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> I will uh, be recording another episode very soon for my January fic recs. So I will see you then. Bye.